recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. You're listening to Zed Games. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hazel, and it's been a minute since I was on the air. Minute, minute. And who's here in the studio with me? Zara. Um, Alexis. Caroline. Caroline. I I panicked when I said my name. (laughs) I just want the listeners to know I don't just uh, blurt out. Alexis is just gradually worming away into the show. Okay, I'm really not trying to do that. You just keep showing up. Like, I had to justify getting my media pass at PAX, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Look, we're happy to be a justification, and we are. you're so justified, you're and so validated, and you're vindicated as and well. I do love games, but I, I really want to leave it to you guys most. <laughs> it's too late, you're on the show. What's your favourite game? Oh, jeez. Um, I love City Skylines. Oh, such a good game. Okay, you can stay forever. <laughs> have, you, have you got City Skylines 2? I'm going to get it. Um, oh, true. It's not really out, is it? Uh, yeah, a it's like well, mainly about I, ten days, right? I think all the content is like them giving it to influencers first. Got to see if I can. My computer will run it. Yeah, there's a whole thing about that, isn't there? Um, oh, oh, probably. Yeah, the, the first <laughs> one is um. First one it killed, nearly killed my laptop at the time. Yeah. Um, well, don't play it on a laptop. Don't. Or play it on a better yeah. laptop than I did. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Gotta get the beefiest gaming PC. Anything that has water physics is just like... It, yeah, nah. It's <laughs> and people love playing around with the water physics in City Skylines. Yeah, lots of people yeah. who like to flood their cities with these massive waves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> many videos. It's a, it's a strange game. It's a strange game. But we got a jam-packed show tonight, so I'm going to kick it straight into the news from our friend Toby. This week in gaming news, game engine price gouging, CG project spends big, and final call for 3DS and Wii U online gaming. Game engine dev news. After the backlash against Unity's contentious plan to charge developers extra fees for each game installation of as of last month, Unity is parting ways with CEO John Richicello. Richicello has stepped down as CEO and all major seats at the Unity table, effective immediately. Unity's announcement of his near decade-long tenure ending rave about his contributions rather than his recent price gouging, I, I mean subscription model. While the change in pricing structure for Unity was almost universally panned, it hasn't stopped Epic from taking the idea on board with the announcement of a per-seat licensing fee for licenses in film, TV, automotive and other fields, but excluding the game industry. This would primarily affect studios using the technology for real-time CGI like Disney, The Mandalorian, Warner, The Batman and HBO Westworld, as well as smaller companies who primarily use the system for 3D animation like 3D World Studios. This price restructuring also comes after a recent layoff of nearly 900 employees. CEO Tim Sweeney has attributed these changes to recent financial difficulties at Epic Games, primarily due to the company's heavy reliance on Fortnite's revenue for over the last six years. 
CD Projekt makes headlines. CD Projekt have announced the cost of bringing Cyberpunk 2077 Update 2.0 to all platforms, as well as the recently well-received DLC Phantom Liberty totaled around 125.9 million US dollars. That's almost 200 million in Aussie dollar bucks. In totally unrelated news, also at CD Projekt, CD Projekt employees, along with others in the Polish video game industry, have formed a union in response to multiple rounds of layoffs at the studio in the last year, totaling around 170 lost jobs. The union's goal is to improve workplace and industry standards with legal power and a strong collective voice. The union aims to address these issues and protect the gaming industry's potential by providing a stronger voice in times of crisis. Hopefully this gives them the job security they need. Unlike the Dragon Age Dreadwolf QA unionised workers we reported on in June of 22, who have all been laid off in September. Bioware's head of marketing, Liz Corliss, said in an email that this was due to the end of a fixed-term client contract. And according to a former employee at Keyword Studio, their employer has no more work available while posting job vacancies for QA work. The union has filed a complaint against the studio this week. Nintendo formally steps away from the Wii U and 3DS. Nintendo announced this week that they will be formally discontinuing the online support for the Wii U and 3DS in April of 2024. This will include all online play, ranking systems and data distribution for all Nintendo titles. However, this does not include eShop support. Yay! You will still be able to update and re-download purchase software. And for you poker fans, the Poker Bank and Poker Transporter will continue to be supported until further notice. And now for some upcoming games. Friday, October 13, get ready for Christmas with The Grinch Christmas Adventures and Transformers Earthspark Expedition, both coming to PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Monday, October 16, Cozy Hex Strategy Game Growth comes to PC. Tuesday, October 17, Cyberpunk RPG Cyber Knights Flashpoint comes to PC. Or enjoy the roguelike auto battler Legend Creatures 2, both coming to PC. Oh, and Sonic Superstars is also coming to everything the 17th as well. Wednesday, October 18 brings us Alaskan Road Truckers coming to PC. And next week on Thursday, October 19 comes a heap with the 17th guest VR for PC, VR Quest and PS VR 2. Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express from developer Microids is coming to PC and consoles. Or how about you get your vehicle combat experience on with Chaos on Wheels coming to PC. Pick up the Twin Sticks Shooter and Tower Defense game Endless Dungeon coming to PC, PlayStation and Xbox. Maybe Battle for Your Sanity and the Lovecraftian Horror Forgive Me for other two coming to PC, or for a social experience, grab a friend to rob the rich to give to the poor in the co-op action game based in a Robin Hood world, Gangs of Sherwood coming to PC and next-gen consoles, or shoot at your friends in a large-scale top-down multiplayer shooter, Operation Valor coming to PC, or just play a few games with them in the Jackbox Party Pack 10 coming to most platforms. And that's all this week in gaming news. Thank you, Toby. So it's, uh, it's a bit of a week in gaming news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to talk about Unity. It's just. It's just sad. I mean, look, I'm very excited about unions. Um, Hell yeah, CD Projekt mm-hmm. Red Union is. Like that's that's huge. I that's that's huge. Yeah, Jeez. I'm scared about how. Uh, I don't know what Polish labor law is like, but I can't imagine it's great. Um, it's the same as EU law. I guess, I guess, I guess. <laughs> so no, um, not EU great law then. is okay. 
Um, a lot of things do have to start out with okay to get good. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's the purpose of unions is to help mm. force change to happen. Mm. The union comes in unions, and beats them up. Unions popping up left and right in that's, the games yeah. industry. It's I crazy. love unions. It's yeah. great. Yay! Unions make sure we don't have to drive trucks and pee in bottles. Um, so who's still uh, playing games on their Wii U or 3DS? There yeah, is, who is zero who judgment Who is here. going to be affected by the discontinuing of the online support for the Wii U and 3DS? Me. You? Well, I haven't played my 3DS in a little bit, but I want to, theoretically. I mean, <laughs> I want the option. Well, you can still download your games. It's yeah. This is definitely the time to start uh, grabbing what games that you really want to hold on to. Um, we already know how Nintendo are like with um, making mm. their games available in the future. Mm. So you know this. It all comes back to games preservation. I mean, mm. all the ones that I really want are physical copies. True. So my fifty million copies of Pokemon. Yes, that that does make it a little easier if you have a yes. physical. Maybe double check to make sure they're all working. Mm. Double check to make sure they're all working. Because mm. when was the last time you booted up your 3DS? A while. Yeah. I need to find the charger for it. Uh, welcome to the Slayer Terminal. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you are right now. No, you're listening to Zed Games, and uh, we went to an event on the weekend. Yeah, we yeah, went we to did. a little event in uh, in Ipswich in Goodna uh, called SpringCon, and we were there last year for the first one, and it was awesome. So we went back. Yeah, and right. we have a little a little package here of uh, interviews from the floor. So I think I will let the event speak for itself. What are you doing at SpringCon today? Uh, I'm representing Trigger Hex and showcasing Trigger Hex to people today. So we're here set up at uh, SpringCon 23 uh, with Ozdice. Uh, today we're doing a terrain workshop. So we're with the Warriors Den. Uh, we're here promoting our, our business as a historical wargaming company. We're running the tournament which is behind you here at the moment. Well, we're running the Bring and Buy here at SpringCon 2023 where people can bring their games and unused miniatures and stuff and sell them. So I am the organiser for SpringCon. Uh, so I'm making sure everyone is having fun playing games. I am one of the event organisers with Neil. Um, I've helped plan the whole event and organise everything. I'm also running the kids D&D um, sessions, the morning and the afternoon session, and I also have a stall over at Geektastic Accessories as well. Is this your first time participating? Uh, no, I've gone to various game events. Uh, first released Trick Hex at PAX last year and uh, play hundreds of games. Um, for here it is. We normally do a lot of the bigger conventions like Supernova and Comic-Con. This is our first time at SpringCon 23 and we're loving it. Kind of the second time I've been here at SpringCon. This time's been great because we've got a lot more people here. It's been a lot of fun kind of teaching how to make um, just the basics of terrain materials or that kind of stuff. This is our first time at SpringCon. Uh, we're quite regular in the, the Bolt Action community. This is probably our seventh event for the year. No, this is actually my second uh, convention. No, I um, have run, obviously, last year doing the same thing. Um, with the coordination and as far as the kids D&D &D, I actually run community kids D&D &D in our area in Springfield. Are you having fun? Yeah it's a really busy environment, lots of people playing so it's good. Having loads of fun. There's so many different games here, so many different board games. 
Really good vibes, really friendly people, loving the event. It's ended up being a passion of mine, this terrain sort of stuff. I've even quit my job now to keep making more and more and more. So, yeah, so it's worked out. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, fantastic day. Yeah, busy as. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's great seeing everyone uh, engaged and having conversations and playing games and being here as well. Uh, and so many people who are new to the board game experience, opening their eyes and seeing what board games are, they're not just Scrabble and Monopoly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what are you playing today? Uh, playing a game called uh, Scout. It's an oink game by a Japanese company. We're doing an historical refight of a Napoleonic battle in 1809 when Napoleon came across the uh, Austrians in a place called Ekmo. A game called Warhammer 40,000. Uh, we're having a bit of a tournament at the moment. Uh, I've come to play a game called Infinity. Uh, it's a futuristic space game. It's cool. We played a game called Tranquility, a co-op game. Is it pretty difficult? but really fun. We enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Planet Unknown. Uh, this game's called Planet Unknown. Is this your first time playing? Yeah, yeah. I've had it on the shelf for a while. And first time at SpringCon? Yep, we've been to BrizCon every year, but um, yeah, SpringCon the first time we've been out here. I've been playing and uh, collecting since I was about 11, which is about 33 years ago. Uh, no, I came last year as well. That's why I've come back. It's an excellent event. Yes, playing Tranquility, yep. No, this is my third time. Uh, Today is my first time playing, it's my second time through the game. Are you having fun? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm here with my son and uh, we've got some other guys joining in that we had no idea were coming, so they're participating and just jumping in there, which is the whole idea. Yes, absolutely. Uh, lots of, it's lots of fun. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I'm having fun. We're about to play Trig Hat. Yes, definitely enjoying it. Yeah, it's uh, quite a good game. Are you winning? Uh, no, I'm, I'm losing by a couple of points to my friend over here. I'm hoping to get up on this round. Of course, I'm winning. Um, irrelevant to me. I'm here for the fun, I'm here for the engagement. It beats playing computer games when you just sit there in front of a computer all day. Yes, strangely. Well, it's one of those games that you don't actually know if you're winning until the end, so, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Probably not. <laughs> I don't win often. <laughs> what would you say to people thinking of coming next year? Definitely worth coming to check it out. There's lots of various games here, lots of people here. Yeah, big community of gaming. Do it. You have to come. You know, value for money is amazing. Um, us spenders who are coming here are doing it because we just want to be a part of the scene. Uh, the scene out here is fantastic. Passionate people, friendly people. If you want to get into it, this is the place. To um, come on down. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of messy fun. <laughs> you're going to learn a lot in the process and you're going to build things that you will be using in your games for years to come. Uh, if they're coming down as a spectator, by all means, there's plenty to see, plenty to do, and there's a bit of something for everybody, yeah. Uh, definitely come on down. Uh, it's a big day, whether you're playing in a tournament, bring and buy, just want to look and sit and play a board game. Food courts out there as well. It's a great day for the whole family. Yeah, come on down. It's a great way to spend time with friends, new friends, family. Just start some conversations, get away from the screen. A lot of people are on the screen all day long and come home on a screen. So just come and have a go with something different. And games are really engaging. So many good reasons to come and have a go at playing games. Um, I would say come down and have a look. There's some really interesting tournament games, things that you may have never seen before, things that you're familiar with, but are just really cool. Um, lots of local vendors to um, support, uh, as well as our food uh, vendors out in the food court as well. Um, and join in on the games. I mean, there's, so there's a table full of board games over there that you've probably never seen before. So come in, bring the family, bring your friends, bring your mom, and just play a game. It's fun. Yeah, come on down. We're happy to get you involved, participate, um, be part of the fun, and um, yeah, good way to spend a day. If you're going to come down and play it's an it's a great 
way to meet people. Uh, it's a great way to spend the weekend. And- uh, definitely come along. It's a great event and uh, the charity part of it's really worthwhile. Yeah, it's a great event. Uh, definitely make the effort. It's worth it. Um, this was my first time and it's definitely worth coming down. It's really fun, great place to meet other gamers. SpringCon is an amazing board game event that uh, is now happening every year over at Goodness State School in Ipswich and um, they've invited us both years that it's happened and every, well both times, <laughs> not every, every time. time, because yes, there's, every time. there's been two times. Um, it, twice is every time. Carolyn, it was, twice is every time. Oh, look, 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 look. <laughs> We're trying to talk about the event. Well, I'm trying to be factual. Okay. Facts and logic. <laughs> anyway, so we have been um, going to SpringCon since it started last year. Yes. And it's been... Last year was a lot of fun. Um, and it was really s- something kind of extra special to see it next year, to see like how much has grown since last year, um, what has changed. Um, seeing, like, for example, um, I can't remember if this was last if this was a thing last year, but there was a board game library. Uh, so Caroline, while you're doing your terrain workshop, um, we just like we just picked out a board game, p- grabbed a table, sat down, played through it. Board game I've never played before. Yeah, never played before. It was amazing. Like there's there's tons of games there for you to try um they're just they're just on a big table grab one sit down learn the rules play it um you can put up a little sign to say that you want some players you can put up a little sign to say that you want someone to teach you how to play yeah Um, and there are people who will just be like hey do you have a spare spot here i'd love to hop in or like i've played this game a dozen times let me explain how to play it because I love it so much. I just want to share it. And it's, you have that attitude through the entire event. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's everything that community should be. Mm. There were two actual like people who made board games who were local, who brought their board games to showcase. Um, just, just, you know, hanging out. Uh, that was Trigger Hex and Ironside. Um, I got a chance to play Trigger Hex and it is so 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 much fun I'm probably going to review it on the show at some point it was so much fun that uh, not only did you but also Maylee um, another member of the show who went to who went to SpringCon with us you both bought you both bought a co- copy it, it didn't look like much when we walked up to it but we were like it's a local game let's, let's try it you know so we sat down and, and played one round the shortest possible round um, and then we both bought a copy Oh, neat. <laughs> just, just, yeah. yeah. That's like, usually a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the event, uh, well, not at the end of the event, at the end of our time at the event, we were, um, we were getting ready to leave. We went to say goodbye to Neil, the organizer, and uh, he was talking to someone. And uh, who was that someone, Zara? Uh, the mayor of Ipswich. <laughs> um, <laughs> lovely lady, Teresa. Yeah, Teresa, Teresa Harding. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, for a moment, I was so scared that for I just you know how like you get you're like I forgot every single name. I don't know why I left you hanging. I could have just stopped. you could have just. But it's all right. It's not um, every day that you just run into the mayor at a board game event. It's so not where you expect them to be, but very welcome. Zara Ooh. did ask her for an interview, so we've we've got a little bit of audio from that. Here we go. Uh, it's been really lovely to see um, the gaming community ca- do more and more activities in Ipswich, so I thought I'd come along today and Ipswich City Council has provided funding towards this really uh, wonderful event. It's the first time I've attended SpringCon, I had something else on last year and I was really upset that I missed it. 
so it's really wonderful to be here and it's just it's a great vibe here today and it's yeah, really quite exciting to see the um, the trading tables, you know, people can sell things and buy things and just sort of people coming together, it's really great. There's a guy that has developed his own game called Ironside, he lives here locally in Ipswich as well, so I had a bit of a look, he's testing out his game out here as well, so it's it's a really great space for people to play games but also see what the latest cutting edge games are as well. Don't need to think about it, just come along. And there's great food trucks out here, great vibe, you won't regret it. So bring on SpringCon 24. There you go, the mayor of Ipswich, Teresa Harding, says uh, SpringCon is a great vibe. Yeah, you it's have it right there, folks. You can't get a better review than that. Uh, yeah, you can. Okay, and state your terms. The president. The president. Of which <laughs> country? Of the moon. Of the moon. Yes. All right, listeners, we need to establish a president of the moon, and then we got to interview the president of the moon at SpringCon 24. All, All right. right. How do you like that, Obama? <laughs> Um, yeah, so we will definitely be going next year, and we'll let you know when it's on, and I think you should buy some tickets, because, uh... So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Thank you. You're listening to Zed Games with Hazel, Zara, Alexis, and Caroline. Caroline, stop eating. We the are talking about an event from last weekend called SpringCon. Um, and specifically, earlier in the program, you may have heard from someone who was there who was talking about a terrain building workshop for like tabletop games. Do you know anything about that, Caroline? Nope, I don't even know why I'm here. Okay. Go well, home, bye. Then. All right. So leave. that's been Zed Games. <laughs> Welcome to uh, that. This has been a lovely night, everybody. Um, Caroline, yeah. you did do. Yeah, I did the terrain building workshop. And you didn't expect it to go for like. Three hours? Yeah. Because it was quite. Four hours, maybe? I think it was more like four. You wow. all looked like you're having. Oh, no, maybe three. Maybe three. You three all looked like you're having a fantastic it was, time. Um, it, was a, it was a bit of a marathon. But yeah. It looked like so much fun. It was so fun. I could have done that all day. So, w- can you walk us through real quick what the steps of what the steps that you took okay. to make your thing? We're what making, did you make? We were making just a little a little blob of terrain, like a kind of rocky looking thing with grass and dirt. A Some generic, knoll, perhaps. Yeah. Some generic oh, what? terrain. <laughs> Don't grass- worry. What? What did you say to me? I said a grassy knoll, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I right next to the book repository, right? Yes. Continue. <laughs> anyway, as uh, so. Oh, and the person running it—I can't remember her name—but her handle on corrupted quill. Yes, corrupted quill. I remember that. She was lovely. Yes, she was. She is. Um, so we started off with a a white cow pat. A white cow pat. And yes. what was this white cow pat made out of? Expanding foam. Expanding foam. Yes. It's like really lightweight. And then we got an exacto knife and we sliced. You sliced and you diced. I sliced and I diced and I didn't cut myself. So I was very proud of myself. Congratulations. Wow. Did, actually, quick question. Did anyone at the workshop accidentally cut themselves? No, I don't think so. Oh! Yeah, round of applause for everyone. Successful arts and crafts. Nobody got hurt. But yeah, we just sort of cut it 
so it would lie flat on the ground and then cut chunks out. To you make were like it look carving, like, you're yeah. carving it out, like you're like all carving making... and breaking stuff to make it look more natural and looking like rocks and stuff. And then we painted it. Did we paint it? It looked painted. We put some sort of modeling mix on like it, like a clay over it, it. Yeah, it wasn't clay. It was made out of paper and a bit of plaster and some PVA glue. Oh, sort of like a foundation layer. Yeah. Yeah, to get that. To act yeah. like a primer. Yeah, because yeah. we also mixed some color into that. Yeah. And then we painted that. And then we added, like, dirt, a bit of sandy stuff, grout, which grout. was acting as sand because we have to think of scale. True. I have learned. Because real sand would look too big. Real dirt is sometimes used in uh, dioramas, but it's um, only to represent, like, the coarsest dirt. Mm. Yes. Because it's too big. Yeah. Yeah. We just got so many tips and tricks, and I have, a, like, a whole notes app full of, um, like, what to use. Yeah. So, um, so at one point, while you were all carving, I yes. walked away while you're all carving with your exacto knives, and mm-hmm. I came back, and you were all tearing into it with your fingertips and your nails. Yes. Why? To, because then it looks more... You don't have to see clean cuts in nature, do you? It's more organic. Yes. If you just rip it apart organic, with your hands. Organic, that's the word. Natural. Literally, yeah, organic, organic shapes. Homegrown. Not really homegrown. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> nature. Because you're looking for shapes that you find in nature, and Generally, that's more random and rough. Yeah, right. Now, why would you why would you build terrain this way? Why would you build miniature terrain? So you can put your little models on it. There are many reasons. Yes. Yeah. You and can also, use it for like so many different little I tabletop want to. things. Maybe you just want to make a, a little diorama. Maybe you mm. want to make a model train set um, with a beautiful natural environment. Maybe you want to play D and D with like cool natural props yeah maybe so many things you want to war game and you need an environment to war game in some people i've known people who like not just dioramas but also claymation claymation is uh, a big one yes, yes. claymation is a very big one actually um and they're mm. experts at that whole kind of scale thinking kind of thing because i remember when they were talking about little tangent but um when they're talking about creating the costumes for Coraline. um they had to knit the sweaters using mm. thread because, yes. Yes. you know, you can't just use Wool yarn. because that would be too chunky. Yeah, that's just spaghetti. Your character's now wearing spaghetti. Mm. And you can't be thinking about, like, you got to be imagining that you're a little mouse who's yeah. living in this little this little terrain world you've created. Um, so what kind of supplies would you need to get started? Well... How funny you are, since I just did a trip to Bunnings to get some of the stuff uh, this, these past few days. I got expanding foam to make the base. Yeah. I got isopropyl alcohol, because when you stick stuff with glue, you have to spray it with the alcohol to break the surface tension so it seeps into all the dirt and the sand to stick it. And PVA glue, I already had that. Um, hmm. What else did I get? I mean, it's dirt you have at. Yeah. You just dirt. have outside. Yeah. You can also get the fake dirt. 
you can, but it's cheaper to just go outside. Yeah, you and just have the, to um, home. the fake grass. It's what is the fake grass? It's like flocking stuff, really. Flocking. Yeah. Also, yeah. we got the kind tip of like what of, you use for velvet. Yeah, you can also um, blend up couch cushions to oh get God. some coarser stuff. What? That's a little bit for, horrifying. For like shrubbery. Oh, you can like. You know, you know the store reverse garbage. Yes, in yes. Wollongabba. Yes, go there, and I'm sure you'll find a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff you can use. Basically, there are many other recycling places that you could go to in other parts of town. I yeah. don't think reverse garbage is a sponsor of Fortress. No, oh, it's not. I'm just saying, <laughs> I have been there before and gotten weird stuff. All right. Well, I am. I'm so hyped up. I think I actually need you to interrupted calm down. me. No. Do you have more to no. say? You have more to say. Mod Podge. Mod, Mod Podge. Mod Podge is, is a very, essential. Yes. What and, is Mod Podge? Uh, it's magic. like glue, but it's more expensive. But also <laughs> it has this magic composition that somehow works better. It's magic. Yeah. Okay, it's magic. It's magic. Gotcha. Well, magic. It's magic. Anyway, <laughs> and yeah, just stuff like that. And there's... Uh, it's there's a lot, it sounds a, a lot easier yeah. to get started than it actually sounds i mean because like you think of it as like really intimidating you think of it as like oh i need all this stuff no just get some expanding foam and start you need some shapes and some glue and some dirt yeah roll around in the ground uh barbecues pizza (laughs) oh pizza then pizza (laughs) oh just led everyone into i'm so sorry (laughs) Alrighty. okay i need to calm down from that so if a weird time ghost just appeared in that chair right now what would you do it's not that long since i've defecated so i guess that's not an option well like i think we would pull up a microphone and invite the time ghost into Mm. the show you're you're much braver than i am oh it's much better than i would do i would just pretend it doesn't exist oh (laughs) my god you you too imagine being ghosted (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to zed games and do you know what happened in the gaming world this week what what happened what happened happened? happened? well it was melbourne melbourne international game week (gasps) and that means pax was in town oh my goodness and someone here got to go yeah, Who? because Alexis once again applied for a press pass. <laughs> Damn it, Alexis! Well, if you Every don't, year. who will? Yes, um, who will? <laughs> so, in a continuing effort to justify having a press pass, um, I went onto the floor of PAX, and we went through the indie showcase, and I picked out a handful of games that I thought were pretty fun. I did heaps of interviews, but these are some really good ones, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Here they come. I'm Luke Dorman. I'm the level designer at Drop Their Bites. Kind of mostly based in Australia, but we have a bunch of different people like in South Africa and America and a bunch of different places. So this is Broken Roads. It's a classic style RPG, kind of very inspired by the old Fallout games, kind of Baldur's Gate style, isometric, top down. Um, it's set in a post-apocalypse Western Australia. So after bombs have hit and all the world has just gone to trash, um, it follows the story of you as a player, kind of finding your way through the Australian Western Australian wasteland. Oh. 
Um, you can find it on Steam, you can wishlist it. There's a free demo that's out available at the moment, and we plan to release it November 14th. Hello, um, I'm Mark from Danger Thumbs. We have made Footy Bash, which is a spin on our national spot. Uh, I think, I guess, NBA Jam, but with AFL. It's really simple to pick up and play, so basically anyone who likes to punch people, there's punching, there's uh, huge marks, special moves. If you've played any sport game, you'll love this. Yeah, you can uh, find a copy as soon as we get it on Steam. This is very, very uh, early development at the moment, so I just want to give people a taste of it, see what they think. Uh, if you want to go to DangerThumb.com, uh, you'll see updates and uh, devlogs from us. Uh, my name's Dan, I work for Broadside Games. We're a small indie dev uh, company based in Brisbane, uh, Queensland. Um, we've been working on Bears in Space for a couple of years now, so it's our first time ever at PAX as a, as a team, and most of us have never been to PAX before either. Um, so the, the game is uh, retro-futuristic FPS bullet hell. Um, so we're leaning a lot into the, the zany cartoon sort of universe, so uh, the, the physics of things don't really make sense. Uh, you're fighting robot enemies most of the time, um, and we've tried to make it as funny as we can. Like, uh, So no definite release date yet, looking February next year, um, and it's available to wishlist on Steam right now. Uh, my name is Jacob Dunningham. I am from Brisbane, Australia. I'm the game designer on Servernauts. So Servernauts is a party co-op game that we're making for PC and Switch coming next year. In the game you play as a Servernaut, which is like a futuristic uh, fuel attendant. So in the game you'll be running pipes between bowsers and vehicles to fill them up. If you get the fuel wrong, they explode. You'll be working with your friends to try and coordinate the chaos. The pipes are physically simulated, so there'll be lots of wrestling with all the physics and all the chaotic uh, stage hazards and things like that. So coming out Q1 next year on Steam, and then coming out a little bit later on the Switch. Hi, uh, I'm Kostya. My name's Sam. And we are two T uh, and we are two person studio from Sydney, Australia. Yeah, Copycat's a narrative-driven indie game about the meaning of home. It follows the story of Dawn. She's a skeptical shelter cat that gets adopted into a family, but things turn on its head when a jealous stray copycat steals her place in the household. And so it touches on themes of love, loneliness, and letting go. Um, we really love animals and we wanted to really cherish that human-pet bond and we thought that an app video game was a perfect avenue to do so. You can find our page on Steam. We're aiming to release in March 2024 for PC and a couple of months after the for consoles. Uh, my name is Jordan cook -Irwin. I'm a Melbourne-based developer and I'm working on Matchmaker Dungeon Hunt. Uh, so Matchmaker Dungeon Heart is a queer and body positive dating sim where you date monsters. You play as a skeleton who's been raised by a lich to help defend the dungeon against the forces of light and their pesky paladins that want to eliminate all monsters. And hopefully you'll find true love throughout it. So right now we have a demo up on Steam uh, and hopefully we'll be releasing to early access in the first half of next year. My name is Simon Boxer and I am one of the co-creators of uh, bone assembly with Jacob Janurka. So we're showing the dungeon experience, which is a high fantasy adventure with a low-level mud crab. Basically a low-level RPG monster has uh, been aspiring to be an entrepreneur but got sucked into a multi-level marketing scheme, which is basically like a pyramid scheme. And uh, the pyramid scheme is about the dungeon experience, a guided fantasy tour, which he has kind of uh, roped you into doing and uh, the story just goes from there. So a comedy narrative adventure game. You can find the Dungeon Experience on Steam and we're aiming to release next year, hopefully sooner than later. Hi, I'm Shen. I work at League of Geeks. 
Um, so we have two games. Uh, the one that we're standing in front of right here, right now, if you're watching this, or listening to this recording, is Jump Light Odyssey. It's a uh, colony management sim based in space. It's got a kind of 80s anime aesthetic. Uh, and we're also working on Solium Infernum. This one's a little bit different, a little bit more diabolical. Um, but that's definitely more a strategy game in hell, more Civ-like in nature. Um, yeah, so Jump Light Odyssey is actually already out now. You can play it, it's in early access. Hop into our different communities, we've got Steam, we've got Discord, we've got a bunch of other places. Um, we're shifting our priorities for like developing the game itself based on what people are saying to us and it's really important to have that feedback. Good or bad, we're taking all of it on board. Alright, thank you very much. Thank you, it's an honour and a privilege. Thank you, Alexis. That oh, sounded like so much all fun. The way to Melbourne for that. Oh, it was worth it. I, I loved every moment of PAX. I, it's there's a reason I go to that festival. It's just a fun thing to do. It really was just like that's and that's the thing about the game scene here in Australia. It's just a f it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. It's zesty. It's funky. PAX is fun. Every game event we go to Ooh. is just so much fun, and all the people are so lovely. It's amazing. Yeah. Be more involved, listeners. Yeah. Get involved. Go go to some events. Go to meet some people. Check things out. Coming up right after us is Film Club. Film Club. It's time for us to say <laughs> goodbye and goodnight because we're out of time. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See you next time. time.